from the trenches. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to From the Trenches, real life in the accounting industry. My name is David Boyer from Change TPS. Joined with me is Paul Meisner from Freedom Mentoring. We are brought to you by BPL, Australia's number one corporate compliance and superannuation software. This is a special in-depth episode because this is a topic we've been trying to talk about for about a year, Paul. It's been on your radar for a long time. There was a straw that broke the camel's back this week. Paul Meisner, everybody, what are we talking about? Thank you. Hello, listeners. Hello, all. David, this is, this is an interesting one. It could go in, in, in many directions. Um, it could annoy some people. But the Sorry, the, Paul. The everything, everything we're about to say is opinion. Exactly. Well done. Well done, David. Uh, look, what I hate, David, is... The way people, and I, and I think everyone, I think a lot of people hate this, is the way people interact online. It is just now opinions. Opinions get get given the same weight as facts. Scientific research bears the same weight, has the same level of views in some circles as. As, as scientific um, communities, as Facebook groups. It is just silly. These, this came off the back, uh, you and I, David, are big sports fans. Mm-hmm. Trent, Trent Cochin came, uh, was online. Oh, Richmond Football and Club. Richmond, R- Richmond um, Football Company. And he, he put it exceptionally well. And he said that he was asked how, how he, um, and this was his comment about people online. He said, stop comparing yourself to other people's best versions of their life. The view people portray online are their best self and not their real self. I, I've, this sort of in-depth topic is a bit more about the business sense, but this is, this is what I was listening to when it, it sort of came to me to frame this kind of episode. Um, just focus on being the best version of yourself rather than being disappointed you aren't matching. And this really, to me, um, highlighted, and Eddie McGuire goes on to call it the artificial lives of, of people online. Um, and and the artificial behaviour of people online, and I think that really got me thinking about the way people in accounting interact, and in a business sense. Certainly, it's not just the way people who people suck up to, <laughs> who who people uh, lift up. Who people pull down? You, whether share, it's online share, or share, share, the, share the thing that you saw online because we both saw it that that you thought was just nah, that's not okay. There, there is a person who shares our co-working space, which I have taken the decision not to name. Uh, the this was a video that the opening line of the video was: "We're all going," and I'm paraphrasing: "We're all battling a global pandemic pandemic at the moment." But for six, for the last six years, I've been battling my own pandemic, which was to help people who have a certain speech impediment or, or talk in a certain way. 
And the, the list of, to, which to me I thought was to, to, to put it, to put something on the same pedestal as something globally that's killed 400,000 people, put millions and millions and millions of people out of work and cost future generations and the economy so much money. To use it in that way, I just thought was was horrendous. You go into the comment section, David. This is the bad bit. This is where the it, problem it was, is. It was, it was almost like this person had cured cancer. The Huge level, amounts of support for it. The level of social sycophants, as I have coined the, the phrase, that was oh, just you, ridiculous. Like, and, and there was just, there was just no, like, there's, there's, we don't live in the real world, David. We just live in this fake everything, is, opinions are facts. It's just, it, it's, it's, it's insane. Here's is, is, is the real problem. Somebody put, to compare a speech impediment with coronavirus that's killed almost 400,000 people, honestly, that should be torn apart everywhere. That should be shut down. There should be people strong enough and brave enough everywhere to say, no, hang on, that's not okay. That comparison is not good. Um, um, the, the, the problem is that everybody, nobody, everyone was too scared to do that. And the pack mentality came in to support this person and that particular idea, which is just mad. We don't necessarily, you don't always have to be like Paul and David. You don't always have to call out and be, be the straight shooters that we are. But there becomes an ethical line where as a, a community of online people who say, you know what, that's not okay. And somehow that didn't happen here. So the, what this shapes is a bad conversational online where we had a, a situation where you, you, you follow people, particularly on Facebook more than I think on LinkedIn. I don't really understand the LinkedIn algorithm. But probably on LinkedIn because you only actually, it's business. So you only end up with people who are in your business circle which means a business idea gets validated by people around you and you are not exposed to a, convert, a, a diverging opinion. This is bad for having an objective debate and we're seeing it in the States now, a big reason why you've got so much insane divisiveness. Paul, the problem that we have is, is that this person, because that post ends up getting 60, 70 comments, which is not insignificant for a small professional service provider on LinkedIn, that person gets held up and seen as an expert and compared at the same level of somebody who has scientific research or somebody who has fact. That's the major problem. And this is where you need to sift, you need to be so careful with who you listen to and who you follow because the purpose of leadership is to lead people to a particular place that they believe they can get to. And if the person leading is, to quote you, a social sycophant where it's all just in it for themselves, people are going to, I mean, they're going to be let off the side of a cliff. And you could say, well, they deserve it. They chose to follow that person. But that's not quite how social media works. And part of the reason behind this, you know, Instagram got rid of showing how many likes there were on posts because it was becoming so damaging for people who think, oh, if everybody else likes it, I need to, but actually I don't. And that caused a, a massive mental health problem for people on Instagram. In business, it's potentially worse. We may not get the mental health issue, but ideas that actually aren't worth spreading end up getting spread that's the tagline of TEDx, by the way, Paul, would I happen to have done a TEDx talk? <laughs> so that's the problem. Ideas that aren't worth spreading get spread on social media. 
I'm finally nailed it. And, now. and not just spread, David. Not just spread. It's it's just it's rewarded and and equated with other things. What really gets what really gets me? And people will be sitting there and saying, "Oh, it was one post." You know, it's one post, and oh well, you know, well, well, if I press like, it, it's to me, it's not the one post. It's it's this slide of enabling behaviour that when when we we talk about in society, we talk about millennials and we talk about children who were only ever told yes. You know, there's there's apparently I I don't I don't necessarily as much subscribe to this, David. As other people, but I think we can, we can, we can. We've heard this, the analogy before, where kids that that weren't told no, kids that were allowed to get away with whatever they want, has brought up a generation of sport kids. That is the exact same argument that I have about online behaviour, whether it's in a business sense or in a personal sense. I think it's easier in a business sense to to not let us go down that same path. In a personal sense, it has more emotion. It has different things. In a business sense, David, like we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity not to put up with this, not to create a generation of just spoiled online brats who can say, because if you don't, if you reward the behaviour, if you, oh, yes, create this confirmation bias, circle it gets bolder it gets less restrained it gets crazier and we have an opportunity not to do it and I think that 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 for me it's also I'm the same person David as you know I'm the generally the same person online as I am offline um Mm. and but a lot of people aren't like a lot of people you and I speak to people about things that have you know what was your, you know, why was your comment, uh, you, you told them how good it was when you told me privately that you think they're an idiot? You know, oh, oh well, I need, oh, oh well, I, I need their software or oh, they're, they're giving me a discount on software or oh, I'm being paid to say that. You know, that's the bit I don't get and that's the bit that is so artificial and I think accelerates the decline faster down the hill than we need to, than otherwise does it just by people generally being nice and not wanting to cause a scene. The, oh, I don't know, partly I think that in the accounting industry when you or I call somebody up and ask them why they did something, they kind of claw back pretty quickly, um, maybe because we are so straight shooting when we see things and we, we're very comfortable calling it out. Um, the line that you said at the start was about people's best self on social media. And whilst we are authentic, I'm pretty confident, particularly on LinkedIn, I really put my best self on LinkedIn. Everything on LinkedIn is pretty curated and deliberate. The fact that there's almost always spelling mistakes, you know, please forgive me. Most people tend to. Um, but I probably am a bit deliberate. Twitter, I'm probably a bit more flippant, but increasingly not, increasingly taking it more seriously. But But it's true. Like, you, I'd have days where I'd put stuff up. This would be really honest here, right? I'd have days where I'd put stuff up on LinkedIn about um, using advanced analytics for CFOs and how cool it is. But I would have spent the entire night battling trying to get a report out because I put all this automation in and maybe it hasn't worked. And, uh, you know, I wanted to promote the idea because I think it was really important that people should be doing it, but I still had a struggle with it. You know, and then maybe on Trends will say we're struggling, but, but there is that, you know, I'm, there is that, I'm struggling to find the words here, Paul. 
can you help me out? Because you kind of get the message because you were the one who usually saw me when I'd have those nights struggling with things. I, I think there is. But everyone struggles. I, for me, it's this. We've, we've seen it in accounting and you and I, we, we hear a lot. We know a lot about accounting. It's the firms that, that, that have an online profile when, when offline you know that they're yeah. insolvent or um, <laughs> gone to court in some instances, you know, in other states of Australia and having absolute falling out. This chase of, we talk about it often about how fast someone's growing is is more is more important than otherwise. I think one of the other real challenges or, or really things that is disappointing for me is that it's just too easy to stay in your group of sycophants. It's it's yeah. too easy just to it's that it's that comfortable lie in the same group. Nobody's adding any value. Nobody's learning. They're just regurgitating the same stuff that makes them feel comfortable and happy and right. That, that it's it's just too easy. Blocking is an interesting tool in social media, and I think it is absolutely warranted for threats and harassment and absolutely. What I feel, David, is it's being used more and more to just not have to listen to alternative views, to actually just not be challenged, to actually mm. not need to improve yourself for better or for better or worse. And not all neg- not all negativity is a learning opportunity. Absolutely, you know there there is there is nuance to this. But there's there was two comments that I saw online which I thought articulate what I think is the problem. One is. You know, essentially, don't let a few vocal negative comments impact what you do. Block, mute, un- unconnect. And in a similar thread from the same person, feed your soul with positive vibes, um, with a heart there, and a community who lift you up. Now, this to me, while it seems un- innocuous, is actually, I think, quite damaging where you just go in the same... now. In a business sense, it's clearly not as bad as the next three examples I'm going to give, but 5G conspiracy theories, anti-vaccinations and racism are all things that were effectively on a far greater scale, left unchecked, too easily facts weighed up in the same level of opinion and just a sheer weight of the same people talking about the same stuff while blocking out all contrary opinion or a lot of contrary opinion created this, created these issues. And I think we're already a long way into it in a business sense, David. And and I think it's, I think it's a problem in accounting. Well, it is Paul, um, social media and the influence on the accounting profession and the influence of people who maybe don't have ideas and worth spreading. Three, spread. other, three other quick examples. Oh, I thought we were Three other quick up. examples. We, we, we are wrapping up. Three other quick examples. Um, mark, uh, marketers and people with very limited, certainly limited accounting knowledge, uh, these not that we often talk about two different types of business coaches, David. The the the, the, the prof- what I'll call the professional business coach, and then the person who just has fallen into being a business coach for an accountant after coming from sales, marketing, uni, nowhere, 
basically wherever runs on the board, no runs on the board. Exactly, they are the ones that that have tended to be their own uh, their own signal. One did block me, David. Um, arguably, I did get quite argumentative with this person. I would have but blocked the, you. The comment he made when he blocked was was thank you was he he actually said oh i've got other people who just who agree with me that i much prefer to listen to like yeah, that that was the that was the the crux of it he said there are people that like you know that like what i do and i just prefer to listen to them than you um the other the other of the next of the of the three um there is a trend and it's it's been here for a while there were a couple of glowing examples but software account managers uh turned Turned business coaches, turned um, you know accountant enablers, turned you know some have even turned into thought leaders. You know th- those are sort of I guess where where we got where we got a look into it. And the last one, David, which I think I think is a problem for for a small uh, not a small part, an important part of the industry, is some of the online versus offline behaviour of women is worrying in terms of I I don't there's some examples David where I've heard a greater disparity between the the way some uh, women in the industry interact with each other online versus offline particularly at each other I think has been one of the disappointing things so I, I, I'm not weighing into that level we're not talking about women's issues but i just i I think that there are some there is online support for some people who don't support other women offline that i think is another albeit small example of behavior that doesn't lead especially women forward but certainly the accounting industry forward doesn't lead it in the right direction that isn't being that isn't being talked about the, and can't be by men. And this is the thing. Men can't talk about that behaviour even if they see it. The women yeah. can and they're not. Oh, look, you'll be criticised and say that you can talk about it, but you can't. I, I, I don't. I feel uncomfortable even talking about this right now, let alone actually putting it in text on social media. But the what I see on social media and then what I seem to hear about or are directly involved with by direct conversation um, makes you wonder if everybody's got each other's back as much as they would put out there. And and I think that's the behaviour that for those people who don't and, and, have, and, and actually, if you the, don't have someone's back behind behind offline, just, 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 why, just why why act why act like it online? That's and this the goes bit back, that I kind of let put this tweet out about you know I'm sick of being told to be authentic. If I'm not being authentic, what else am I? Well, like that sort of stuff's in being inauthentic to me. Like most people know where they stand with you and I, Paul. They just have to ask. <laughs> yeah, if they don't ask. I don't say that much behind people's I say very little behind people's backs, actually. Anyway, mate, uh, we're not holier reach than out. now. We'll reach we're, out not, we're not, we're not, we're we're not better than anybody else. Sorry, that's what I We're not perfect. We're humans. We've got our own foibles. We've got our own issues. I've sort of admitted that I do some things online that, that is my best self. But there's a, there is a danger here where people are getting exposed to, to bad things that are coming from a place that aren't factual or aren't real. And 
you know, hopefully we can start a conversation about that, Paul. Hopefully. Reach out online, offline. Uh, do you think it's a less of a problem, bigger problem? Is there anything that can be done about it? My favourite quote, David, about all of this is the standard we walk past is the standard we accept. And I think, good which is why the, that... Good that, message for the world right which, now, Paul. Which, which is why that spoilt child sort of thing comes in, but that, that is a powerful message. Anyway, apart from that, have a great week. Or, or, or no, let that be a challenge. Uh, We can all be better online. See you, everyone. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks again for listening to an episode of From the Trenches. David and I love to hear from listeners, so you can reach out if you've got feedback or story ideas. Get in touch. I can be reached on Twitter at Paul Meissner underscore or on LinkedIn, Paul Meissner. I'm on Twitter at David Boyar, B-O-Y-A-R, on LinkedIn, David Boyar. From the Trenches.